Hello and welcome to episode two of the podcast. Somehow I've managed to convince my friends to join me again to record another <laughs> episode of this podcast. We'll see how long it lasts. Um, I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Robin. Yo. And also by Liz. What up? And as well by Alex. Howdy. Thank you guys for tuning to choosing to join me again. It's really awesome to have you here. And yeah, we have a lot. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about today. So uh, let's just dispense with the formalities and get into the juicy yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Just wanted to acknowledge that uh, today uh, the, the game convention, what's the official name of that convention? I think it's just Game called Awards? the Game Awards. Yeah. yeah, those are happening in LA today, and they are unveiling the new desert map. In... <gasps> yeah, which is really yeah. exciting. Live gameplay, which I've been waiting for them to do, but it's just people jabbering, doing award stuff. <laughs> I'm Being really official. miffed that they made me turn on tracking through or like third-party cookies. At least on the Twitch. Twitter site, I can't watch it unless I enable some other third-party cookie, which is... Yuck. Yeah. That offend your web dev sensibilities? It, it does. It does. Because third-party cookies are what advertising companies use to track you as you're walk, going through the internet. So ah. primary cookies are what the company that you're like, your site that you're actually looking at use. And third parties I think, are yeah, companies ads. are realizing how valuable these game streaming things are nowadays that there's more people watching the finalists for a gaming thing you know the was it nfl super super bowl that's a football thing right <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, 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 more people watch gaming gaming finalists than the super bowl so no i don't what? I don't think so. Yeah, I can't. no, globally, I can show I, you the stat. Globally, that's true. Yes. They, uh, what's the what's the like Super Bowl of of gaming? What's the? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. It's this thing. This is why I'm doubting Sure. But there's a lot of other countries out there, you know, Korea, in particular, that they take this stuff pretty seriously. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, that yeah. was a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> we we roll with tangents here. It's something we can do. Um, I I don't know. I feel like we're all kind of excited to get into our topics, though. So do you guys just want to dive in? Let's do it. Yeah, do but it. I gotta say, I am excited for a new map. I oh mean, hell yeah! We've been we've mm. been playing the same map for. Too many hours. <laughs> In the like PUBG universe. 700 for, plus yeah. hours. It's, we're yeah, ready yeah. for some change. I, just yes. don't I think everyone's excited. A new type of shrub. That's all I want. I mean, <laughs> a, a, a new shrub to confuse with yeah. man or with bike. Bikes. Yeah. Know? Man, biker, bush. <laughs> yeah, man, biker, wait. shrub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel I'm just never gonna look at bushes the same way. No. <laughs> when I play PUBG. Yeah, I mean, all the time I'm riding, riding around town and I see something. I, I, I think it's a motorcycle coming at me. It just turns out to be a shrub. Yeah. But, but now it's gonna be, you know, 
at you know the original gameplay, you're gonna have a regular bush, and then the desert, it's just gonna be a dry bush. Dry bush versus dry regular bush. bush. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing anyway. you can't hide in a cactus. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So we the the weapon that we chose to talk about this week is I think it might actually be the most controversial weapon in the entire game uh, so far, and it is the VSS. Uh, well, I don't know. Do you guys agree with me that it's the most controversial weapon? It's way up there I, for sure. It is the one that people seem to have the most disparate feelings about. Um, like there's a wide range. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. controversial. Yeah, Good even between it. us as a married couple gaming <laughs> in the same room. I feel like my husband appreciates the VSS in different ways than I do. But you both appreciate it. In Yeah, in a very specific way. Well, I, very I think specific that, situations. I think, the hist- I think what's interesting to me about the VSS is um, how frequently it gets discarded and is maligned. And people, what I've seen is when it's like someone needs to see how much the VSS can shred. Somebody needs to see that, like, wow, like I can be pretty close to somebody planking away at them and they have no clue where uh, they're getting hit from. And, and you can screw with people with the VSS in ways that you can't do with other silenced weapons. Um, You know, it's, it's, to me, it's a golden moment when you're using a silenced weapon to convince someone to put their body in out in the open exposed to you. But do you they... find that it's controversial in that aspect in relation to real life? Like that, because you said you find the history of... Well, the I guess the, the narr- what I mean by the history is the narrative of our own group and, and how like people mm, have kind of come sure. to either... Because uh, what I've seen in, in our own group or our own play is that um, earlier on, people tended to kind of pass over the, the VSS, and now it's kind of become mm-hmm. a little bit more of an adopted mm-hmm. and prioritized weapon than it used to be. Well, it, yeah, I feel like a lot of guns go through a phase where um, it's introduced as either a crate or a, a rare find outside the crate. And then... If it like the VSS originally, it started as a crate find. Am I wrong? Yep, I think that's right. Yep, that's that yeah. Right. And then it yeah. and then it was outside the crate and in the crate. And then we're like, why is it in the crate? Like, yeah. <laughs> it should just be you know one of those more common sniper rifles. And then mm-hmm. it was phased into a little more of a rare right. item because it went through a phase of really like oh it's mm. kind of pseudo sniper silenced mm-hmm. whatever that can go into full auto mm-hmm. um and then it was like a shitty sniper rifle so and yeah, then it the became it, it had like a two-week honeymoon when it first came right out. Yeah, yeah there's a honeymoon period right yeah, yeah. yeah. and then but you hey. learn kind of the quirks of it and you you figure out how to use it within your arsenal and then you really grow to appreciate it depending on what weapons you've found first. Right. Arjuna, you were, you were given, when you introduced the topic of a VSS, I, you first brought up controversy. Was there another, any other like overview aspects of it that you wanted to pitch out there? Um, or were you setting us loose on the, the controversy aspect? Well, I, I think the controversy is interesting. 
Yeah. Um, I think that's what's interesting about the weapon. I think if it were... Well, okay, so this might be an inflammatory thing to say, but if it were, like, a really, really good weapon, then it wouldn't be controversial, right? Sure. Like, if it were just, like, a laser beam, or if it had a really great scope on it, then it would just be, like, an insane ninja weapon. So I think that they did a really good job of giving it some pretty substantial downsides to make sure mm. that it didn't just dominate the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah that's yeah. totally true. Yep. It's totally true. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like, you know, the micro Uzi or, I mean, personally, I think the Car 98, because I'm not a Car 98 person. I'm not, like, a, you know single shot sniper kind of a person i like my sks so like these certain weapons have their place within the context of other weapons mm. they're not like mm -hmm. a rule all like this is better than everything totally. in its yeah. class it's like i mean i had a vss in my best game ever which was when i got i think it was 12 kills and 11 out of my 12 kills I got with my VSS. I and that was that. using it as both an SMG and a sniper rifle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it took the place of both my silenced SMG and an AR that was mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of mid-range. But then also my sniper rifle. So it was like a shitty sniper rifle, a good AR, and a, a shitty SMG. It was kind of a catch-all with some mm -hmm. downsides. So hmm. that game got me to appreciate the VSS more than anything. Before <laughs> that, I just, I did not know how to work it. I watched those videos where they showed like, you know, the um, chevrons pointing to whatever. And uh, it, it made no sense to me, but it, well, it, the, the optics are great on it. Like it actually, you the, gotta the, know how to work it though. If yeah. you don't, it makes no sense. Sure. Well, there's there's some explanations online on how to use the optics to range find, mm -hmm. but once you understand how to use the range finder and what at what range to each use each chevron, um, I th I think it really becomes powerful. Well, now, that's I the thing. You got to invest time in it. With other sniper rifles, if you get the chance, they're a little more intuitive. With the with the VSS, sure. you got to put in time to appreciate it and love the weapon. Well, I'm kind of I'm what I, my question, and I don't have an answer to this, is um, to what extent the new bullet ballistics and the upcoming 1.0 is actually going to mm -hmm. modify the VSS? Mm -hmm. Because it, it, I don't know if they've treated the VSS differently. I just don't know quite to mm -hmm. what extent those bullet mechanics, because the velocity changes over time on a bullet now. It oh. has drag. So oh, okay. And the okay. bullet drop on the VSS is really, really bad. But, yeah. So it already start, starts off as a slow bullet, and it's going to get slower as it goes on. Which yeah, wow. That thing is going to be useless at range, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. well, people were joking on Reddit about shooting at 45 well, degrees to get stuff at But range. then the VSS, like, why would you have the VSS around in that situation? I don't, I don't think it's going to be quite super nerfed. I mean, I, I actually had a hard time even noticing the new bullet physics when i right the, yeah exactly i bet it's a subtle effect just yeah. you know so they can pre like incrementally drop the damage a little bit and a little bit of speed probably barely. i hope that if that's the case they'll make the gun a little more frequent can i, can I do a little impromptu prompt to pull who here like if you have the opportunity to grab a vss um i guess 
Like, what do you guys, what's your gut instinct? Take it or leave it? Hell like in what no. situation? Well, I mean, let's you just say like your average, your average game. Like, yeah, of course you got a gun. Like, we'll, we'll say Already. like, yeah, we'll so say I heard, like, I heard a hell a no, Arjuna. Liz, so Arjuna's got a hell no. Liz, yes, no. I would say yes. I mean, it depends on the situation, right? But, but you got to say it right now. Not yes considering or no. anything, I would say yes because of my experience with him. Okay. Yes. Most You're saying solid yes, Al. Yes. Solid yes, yeah. I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to say, like, half the time. <laughs> That's bullshit, man. <laughs> I feel like with the VSS, because it's so black and white, like, you like, you love it or you hate it, it's if you've had a good experience with it. I would have said hell no if I had not had that 11 game, or yeah. 11 okay. kill All right. game. All right, so we heard Liz's, like, favorite experience with it. Does anyone here have, like... A f- <laughs> Like a favorite experience or like, I hate that gun experience? Oh, dude, I've got a favorite experience. I was, two of them. One was just when I got the drop on a guy with full level three armor and I just mm-hmm. full autoed him. It was amazing to see that gun ah. just like take somebody down so quickly. Yes. Um, and then the other time was when I was screwing with a guy in the final circle and I, he thought I was, he thought I was east when I was actually west. And I was able to use That was the so silencer. beautiful. It was amazing. I was, was so able to beautiful. use the fact that he couldn't tell where the bullets were coming from to manipulate him to expose his whole body to me. And then I headshotted him with the VSS, and it was just, it was a golden moment. Satisfying. Awesome. Yeah, very satisfying. Awesome. Well, I, I just want to, like, counter with some of my problems with the VSS. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to hear it. Um, because... I feel like the VSS is is what I would call like a best case scenario weapon. Like when it mm. when you're in the right situation for it, when you have that perfect VSS moment, it feels so good, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is a game like a lot of places where it really counts is like like oh shit, there's a guy, you know, 50 meters away behind that tree and he just knocked out my friend, right? Sure. And like yeah. that is not the situation in which I want to have a VSS. Like mm-hmm. that's the situation in which I want to have like an M4 with a real yeah. scope, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 I just want to be able to deal with it. So I feel but like you could have your cake and eat it too. Well, and I think part of it is skill, you know, like I think like, you know, I watched a game where Shroud just like used the VSS the whole game and killed people at all ranges and sure. it was amazing, you know, but he's Shroud, right? Yeah, yeah. So I find it to be one of these guns where like in in the average, like in air quotes, in the average firefight, like the VSS is yeah. not the gun that I'm going to reach for. It's just, I just sure. don't. I, right. I would agree right. with you. I, I'm I starting to change my mind about it. I. Because I just today started, I pick, I wanted to have some material to talk about for tonight. And so every time I saw it, I grabbed it. In fact, I was just kind of scouring the island for it. And mm. I had two really solid games, um, three kills each. And most of those kills were close range. Mm-hmm. Um, with the VSS? Like, yep. I think that's like something that really swayed me with it is the fact that it is so powerful close range. Right. Especially if you get a quick draw on it. Sure. No. Close yeah, yeah, close and range, using... and then you can really, depending on the situation, manipulate it to work in your favor long range. But that yeah. ma- that begs the question, so what would you pair it with? I, I mean, today, I would I paired it with a shotgun. Um, really? Today. Yeah. Wow. But I never used the shotgun. 
Yeah, right, right. And even when I was, because I, I wanted to get experience with the weapon, though. Um, but I, w- I was rounding corners on people point blank with it and mowing them down. <laughs> nice. Um, and the, the trick, I think when I first used it and why I didn't like it was I was over-scoping, meaning I was scoping at times when it wasn't really appropriate mm. to. Sure. Instead okay. of targeting. Yeah. Um, it's really nice. Like, targeting up to 100 feet is really doable, even a little past that. Um, and close range, of course, just target. Uh, to just be well, yeah, clear, I, that means holding right click. Right, well, like exactly. Holding the right mouse. And, but even, and... even looking down the scope close range isn't totally obscene. I mean, with the 2x scope, you can kind of do that on some weapons, but the 4x mm-hmm. and the 8x, it's like, Bruh. yeah. But so, at least with the VSS, I mean, if it accidentally happens or you do it on purpose, you can make it work. Yep. To yeah. be fair, though, it can be infuriating at range because of its low damage and, and the yeah. fact that it has such a low speed and that bullet drop, um, yeah. it can make it really tricky to get people but, beyond 200 meters. But mm-hmm. nine mil is abundant. Yeah. And, and they won't know where they're slap, getting hot hit from. <laughs> and if you hit a, or if you get a, um, a quick draw or an extended mag, because they've made that um, draw period a little less. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can make it work. Right. But yeah, no. I get it. I mean, it, gosh, I feel like it depends on, yeah, like Arjuna was saying, the situation that you find yourself in. If you're in the right moment, it can really be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's why I think what you pair it with makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to know if you guys feel it or have this experience, because I've mentioned it before, playing with people and no one ever uh, has identified with this feeling or these experiences I have, but the biggest problem I have with it is when I scope somebody, especially if they're moving and I'm trying to track, like I zoom and start tracking, I often will confuse where the center of the scope is. Yes. Um, yes, I've had that experience. Awesome. Because I have mm. done it so many times. Like I feel like it's one, like one out of three times. Because or, of the chevron? Every time. It, yeah, because of, it's got a very busy... Um, scope, what should we call that? That like overlay. Um, oh I don't yeah, know. I don't know. yeah. It's 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 a very. Reticle? There, I guess so. We could yeah. Um, so like the whole reticle is this very fine line, like or, or the stroke, mm-hmm. I guess you could say of it is very thin, and there's a lot of it, and so it's mm-hmm. hard for me to identify the center right away, and oftentimes I'll misalign it and be shooting um, to their left or right. Right, like there's there's no big red X or like a red dot, yeah. you know, which yeah. is just really definitive in the center of the other scopes. Sure. Which I think, again, was an effort to nerf it. Because mm. I've had the same experience but- as Robin. It can just be so hard. It's like that combined with the bullet drop can make it so freaking hard to figure out like where you need I, to shoot. I mm. feel like at this point, with all the other weapons they have added... I think it would be okay to unnerf some of those things by adding a little scope advantage or something like that. Because we've all kind of gotten over the shock of how silent the gun is, you know, and the Mm -hmm. fire rate. We all kind of now see it as, oh, yeah, it's really awesome in a certain situation. But really, Mm -hmm. overall, as a gun, we would pass over it for other options. Yeah, I feel it's like so tricky, they could though. add a little bit more of an advantage to it because it's still not 
but but the right. thing is is that re- that busy reticle does kind of help out with the fact that it has such major bullet drop so it's it's actually designed to be a rangefinder mm-hmm. and you, that curving double horizontal bar kind of lines up with where you should be um which chevron you should be using so do you feel like it's more a gun for the experienced player yeah that is i think that i think that's a definitely like like yeah there's there's a skill there's a learning curve with that gun for sure i mean the the whole like diagram thing about distance um does anyone do you guys ever actually mathematically like use that i do you do like in game like you're fighting someone and you're like referencing the chart and you're like adjusting really wow i have never done that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but wait use what the the which part sorry one one more time the graph like yeah with with the the reticle itself like use that yep Mm -hmm. Uh, when given the time Right, yeah, if they're and, standing at a tree. And right, like, and okay, typically, well, yeah, you do. I'm going to line this up with their head and this up with their knee. And, yeah. oh, <laughs> okay. Well, well I, think, I think the whole idea of strategy is really interesting because us as a group, when we play, one of the most common places that we think of strategy because we visit it so often is what we call Robin's Place. But a lot of people think of it as Milta Power or the like part of Milta Power without the reactor. And that has been a hot place for us. And I think that'd be interesting to talk about. Heck yeah, Liz. I appreciate that transition. And um, yeah, let's talk. This is our week's location feature. And uh, this is one of our favorite places. I think we we all call it Robin's Place. And that's, <laughs> that's because of our good friend, Robin. And uh, so let's, Robin, why do you love this place so much? Well, you know, you know, when you're in high school and (laughs) there's a band that you love that like your friends don't know about. And so you're like stoked about it and you want to like show everyone how cool it is. Like that's, (laughs) I kind of identified. Underappreciated? Yeah. I felt like nobody was like then didn't really care about the spot when I would recommend it. And so I kind of forced my friends to do it a few times. And then everyone thinks it's cool now. It was because of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but probably not. But um, I think that it's it's a place that is dense. There's four levels um, with the ground floor, two other floors, and then the rooftop. Um, and it tends to have really good loot. I just remember a few experiences when I first started looting there where I would end up with pretty much everything I wanted and sometimes even more. Like there would be multiple yeah. sets of level three, you name it, a backpack or helmet um, and ARs to choose from. And so, and I mean, that's that's kind of the, the first part of it. Um, there's more to say about kind of the general the, the compound structure of the property yes. with the walls yes. is really fu- I, I like any place that has walls in general um, where I can either sneak up on it and camp the wall from the outside or vice versa. Um, and you can camp the wall and wait for people to come from the main power plant because everyone who lands on the edge is going to usually have to go to the middle. 
Um, so they'll hit that second. So you can wait for them or use it as a launch pad to go after the main power plant. You know um, what I think of when we play this, Robin? Mm-hmm. Is I think of it as like a jungle gym. Yes, yes. And kind of a playground. You know, mm-hmm. you have the main structure that you can work on the different levels, but then you also have the pipes that go around it, kind of like the monkey bars. And then you also have like the little houses and the huts on the edge, but then you also have the wall. Yeah. So you have all these different levels. Plus, on the main level, you have all kinds of different barriers right. between and everyone. Th- it's there's fun. like little, little, um, like secret places there too that took me a long time to figure out. But um, there's. Don't give them away. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're up in the rafters, like on the roof level, a lot of people would probably know this now, but you can jump up on the railing to the west side. And then up along the north wall, maybe the south wall too, but I know along the north wall, there's this pipe that runs along the base of the windows. And you can walk along that pipe westward and be on top of the walkway that's on the third floor. Um, and so you can you can kind of sneak up on people who are on the third floor from there. Um, or you can just use it as a pathway if someone's camping the stairs or something like that. Um, and there's a couple little like nooks and crannies where you can hide like super well on the first floor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, behind debris. All right, I want to play devil's advocate on this and and what? say you're saying like, it's not so cool. Well, I'm gonna say that there's. I mean, it's not perfect. I mean, yeah, which nothing, I mean, of course nothing not. perfect in this game, and which is great. Like, I think leads you to make, you know, your decisions are interesting. But um, and, and what my gripes about the the place aren't about it specifically, but what can happen after you drop there yeah um which is maybe one of my least in like least favorite things in the game in general is when you land somewhere and you have to go all the way across the server or all mm-hmm. the way across erringal in order to get to your next destination but but that place in particular the whole milta power complex if you have to go travel west um the lumber yard and the prison camp and just that mountain range in general is really difficult it's to navigate. To it's, it's probably some of the worst driving besides that area by the school and the ruins. Um, yeah. And the ruins. Mm-hmm. The, like, um, it's really easy to get hung up on on trees and and uh, debris and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in fact, I would just the say other day, that. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. I I, I was gonna say that. But if you do get hung up in that area and you do get in a battle, it does provide, if you are not in a car, some right. excellent cover. Yep. Some of the best cover is on that mm-hmm. hillside. Mm-hmm. It's fun to when people do try to escape up the hill. Like, we just took out a UAZ the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Going up the hill. We took out two squads yeah, that was on awesome. that hillside. That was a great before game. Before it could get up, we, it blew up. Yeah. They got out before we blew it up. but We they, got a chicken dinner that game. Yeah. We did. Arjuna, what are your thoughts on? Well, on, uh, I wanted place? to, I wanted to uh, highlight a few things. Number one, there's a lot of different ways that you can attack this building, which I enjoy. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. um, I think this building more than most, like the the dance between, like, do I land on the roof or do I land on the ground, feels really mm-hmm. relevant in this building. Whereas in some mm-hmm. buildings, it doesn't feel as relevant. Uh, and I'll, I'll revisit that topic a little later, but, um, 
you know, this actually led to us coming up with a strategy of like Robin, you know, multiple people will drop on the roof and someone will actually block the entrance to the stairs. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the rest of you gangbang whoever's on the roof and and they can't (laughs) escape down into the building. They have to jump off the roof if they want to escape. Right. It either forces them to grab a gun or head punch or jump off and hit from the ground floor up Uh, and then that gives you time when it works when it works it works so well because you you have the high ground on on the top of the stairs and so they can't head punch you if you're careful Mm. um like you just wait for them to charge and then you jump and do the head punch on them and i hadn't thought of that yeah yeah that makes sense gives Mm -hmm. you the advantage yep yeah it's like the vss when it's used right, it feels so good. <laughs> yeah, when you when you do it right, when you do it right, it feels so good. Yeah. Yes. Um, I just wanted to to point out a few other things. Um, it can be a really strategic and interesting place to drop solo. Like I've had a lot of fun solo oh. games where like four other people drop there, and there are so many different ways to attack that building. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And. Yeah. And, like, you can just go gonzo and run in the ground floor and try to control the ground floor. You can try to come in on the roof and, you know, Mm -hmm. be king of the hill on the roof. Another thing that you can do, and I have done this before, it's really fun, is you can camp, like, somewhere outside of the main building but within the walls and Mm -hmm. wait until the dust is cleared and the last person's feeling good about themselves and they come out (laughs) and then you can just bust a cap and take all that stuff. That's definitely happened to me. Yeah. You know, people have tried it and they've, some of them have been successful when I try to leave. Yeah. I feel like it takes a lot of time to work as a group or just a lot of time put in as an individual to figure out what your best strategy is in a certain situation because Mm -hmm. it has taken a long time with a specific group of people working as a squad in our situation to realize, Mm -hmm. all right, if we pick this jump point, if we're getting towards the jump point and we realize that there are a lot of people landing in that spot, all right, well, do we divert or do we decide to attack that specific spot but jump for, for example, the house, the red houses to the north of that Milta power spot? Or do we hit, you know, Milta first and then push up towards the power plants? Um, there, as you said, there are so many ways to attack it, and a lot of that I feel like is decided very last minute. Sure. Yeah. Well, like just to key off of that a little bit and the multiple ways to attack the building, um, the fact that the a lot of the walls have this porous structure of of like a metal lattice lets you um, either shoot into the building and and take people out or shoot out from the building and take people out that are on the ground. Cause I I've had somebody sitting outside of that building waiting for me to like get the jump on me, but I spotted them from the inside and I was able to mm. take them out through that, that metal lattice. That is a tricky thing about that place is that lattice where you really have to be careful how you're aligned with it when you're trying to poke at people with some kind of assault rifle or something or mm. sniper. Cause I, I often will try that and I'll, shoot the the great you know sure. like one, yeah. one once out of like every four or five shots and um yeah it's, or oftentimes you get kind of cocky on the roof thinking that you conquered the hill mm-hmm. and that you know i have a gun and i'm up here and everyone else is fighting over guns down below me but then you get people that 
take a house outside of that area and move in on the wall or you know have just hit a shack and they have a look from the very ground level outside the wall up at you you don't even think to kind of check the perimeter i think one of the more successful games we've had recently one of us remained on the roof and then two pushed down from the roof and the person on the roof watched the walls and everyone else kind of mm. cleared the area from inside out. Right. But at least always having one person kind of watching the perimeter and then everyone else clearing. Yeah. You know, just one more thing that shouldn't be left unsaid about it is it's one of the few buildings in the whole map that's a unique building. Um, there's only a handful of them. It feels like there's a, a lot of... That's a good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so that makes it fun. Yeah. That's sure. really true. And one other thing I just make want to make sure I mention, never, ever, 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 ever jump from the roof of the building onto that, like, girder that runs Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, just... So just for all of you people out there who don't know what I'm talking about, if you're on the roof, if you're on the south side of the roof of this building, which is the, the good place to land, mm -hmm. and you head directly east you'll see like a like a pipe with a framework around it coming out of the side of the building. It's it's really tempting to jump on it cuz it's a great way to get off the roof. Never do it. You like Why? you'll Why? get stuck in there and you I will never get that. out. It eats you. It'll eat you. But there's I a have, trick. Go ahead, I Liz. have not run into that. Like, yeah. Really? If not at all. I do I, that all the time. Well, oh, you no. you might have learned because the um the trick is that I think when I first tried it, I was like, oh, I want to walk on the middle of it. The middle of it has the big gaps, yes. like in the triangular yes. lattice. But if you yep. walk on the edge, you don't fall yes. through. Yes. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. That's the trick. I, <laughs> I, just, I wouldn't try this at home, kids. I, would, I, would just... <laughs> I, I can vouch for it. I can, I can do well, it confidently. There are I... tricks to landing on roofs, though. Like, there... I... go ahead. Well, I, I want to say on that that pipe area in particular, I've never seen anybody get permanently stuck up there. They always figure. I mean, if you sit there and you you That's true. crouch and you try to go prone and you try to jump and you just keep moving around, you should eventually be able to dislodge yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and it's yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of like fifty fifty. You know, it's like sometimes you can get out and sometimes you just can't, I, no exactly. matter what you do. I feel like I've seen people not get out from. Oh, you have? Spot. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's happened to me uh, twice. Oh. It happened to me oh, really? twice. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. happened to me a couple times too. Where you but... couldn't get out of it. Okay. But um, that is my favorite roof to land on. It, it I is gotta say. Yeah. sweet. Out of all of them. It is sweet. That's my favorite. And. <laughs> So yeah, I feel like this is like a great time to transition into our roof topic. Thank you, Liz. That's awesome. And um, let's talk about landing on roofs. This is our main topic here this week. Um, and so I came up with this topic because I've noticed that it's just a common behavior. People drop in PUBG and they just are so excited to land on whatever the nearest roof is. It's almost like a challenge to themselves. Like the mm -hmm. game's more fun if they land on a roof or something. And I just wanted to discuss the relative merits and demerits of that as a strategy. So, yeah. Uh, good. It, yeah, I think that, that first point you bring up, it is kind of a fun target practice, parachuting. 
um, get to like aim for the roof. But um, it is tempting always to go for it. But um, yeah, let's do it. So um, anything that comes to your mind right off? Well, my question that I wanted to pose was like, how how beneficial, how strategically beneficial is it to actually land on, on roofs in general? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, we spoke specifically about landing on the roof at, you know, at your place, what we call Robin's place, mm-hmm. Milta Power. Uh, and that has its own strategic implications for the building. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, let's say you're, la- you're just landing in... Uh, the apartments, right? Like the Yasnaya apartments, for example, or the apartments by school. Um, you know, those are buildings where I, I don't know that I necessarily see an advantage to landing on the rooftop there versus not. Right, right. Yeah, I think I think the harder the roof is to land on, maybe the more strategic it is. Um, but if it's just a huge square that anyone could hit, then a lot and a lot of people do then it, it's not very strategic because <laughs> you're up there fighting with three or four other people right away um which is a total crapshoot you know totally. it's great when you win those battles but just as often you lose them or more often well and you're also really exposed which is one of the downsides right so mm-hmm. anyone who landed nearby either on an adjacent rooftop or maybe they're like inside another house or on the ground even but they can see you really easily when you're on a rooftop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've noticed like when I land at the hospital, for example, it's a total liability. Like if someone across, let's say you land in the hospital on one side of the roof, like the north side, which is the U shape. And yeah. another person lands there with you. You're like scrambling around. You're trying to find a gun. You're trying to kill this other person. And meanwhile, anyone who landed on the opposite, the southern roof, Right. Um, might be finding a gun and lining you up in their sights. Right. Yeah. So, so it's a very it's a very exciting way to start a match if that's what you're going for. Um, but I've noticed, like when I land at the hospital and it's busy, I just have such a higher survival rate and win rate by just going ground floor. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, in general, that's actually the the strategy I've adopted for any like high popularity building that has loot on the roof. Um, it's just go for the floor <laughs> Yeah, man. And even better um, land on the ground level and then go up to the second floor. Um, like that's true for apartments and the, or the barracks, I guess on the military base and also for apartments uh, next to the school where people are going to first go for roof, second, go for first floor, and no one thinks to go for second floor right away. You know, so I, I like the strategy of, like, let other people figure out who's going to live and die, and then I'll clean up the scraps later. Um, yeah, I like that, too. Second floor, solid plan all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, another thing I like about landing on the ground is that if it's a lot easier to escape so like if you let's say you land on the roof of the hospital and things aren't going well you jump over the edge of the roof and sometimes you know you just lose a little bit of health sometimes you lose half your health 
and if you mess up your drop and like you hit the side of a roof and your parachute releases, then you might actually hit the ground like on your belly and lose 60% of your health. Exactly. I was going to mention that. Um, or that there is a, definitely a risk in landing on roofs because uh, it sometimes you miss. Um, sometimes the game legs out when you're on your way to the roof and you end up hung up. Um, even if it's gotten better about not injuring you, I feel like an early game if you get snagged, but it's still common to just hang for five extra seconds um, before it lets you down to the ground, um, which is, you know, it sucks when you're watching other people grab weapons around you. Yeah, it's scary. Like, it's like nightmares, you know, just hanging <laughs> there and everyone else is like loading shotguns. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, it's the worst when you're trying to hit yeah. F to cut yourself away. Yes, and it's just not reacting at all. <laughs> yeah, you're like slow motion watching that person reload their shotgun right. in front of you. It'd be one thing if there was at least an animation, right? Where like it showed your character like <laughs> yeah. slashing at the cords with a knife or something, but it, you're just sitting there hitting a button and nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, and I wondered this actually. Does it make a difference to button mash in that situation, or do you just have to press F and wait? That's a great question. I definitely am a masher myself. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You want no shadow of a doubt. Exactly. I'm doing everything I can here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've noticed when you land on the ground, if you need to get out of dodge, you just run. You just run somewhere else. Um, and that it might be harder on a roof, like especially on Miramar, dude. Like some of those buildings are tall, tall, mm. tall, tall. You know, like if you land on an eight-story apartment and you jump off the edge, that's not going to turn out well for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, there are some pros, though, right? If you hit the roof, and we're kind of roof-hating so far, but if you get up there and you find a good gun, you know, sometimes you can just clean up an area while people are still trying to get... Like, if you just land on a scar and load that thing um, and just start blasting away at people who are still trying to get into buildings or even... Um, people who are still in the sky uh, drifting down near you um, doesn't happen a lot but there's advantage to that and then um, you know being up there and I already mentioned the high ground part but that's I guess there's, there's also a difference between maps where the new map has a lot of buildings there's a lot of stuff on the roofs that you can use for cover um, typically mm, so there's like boxes and trash and little like fence segments, things like that. Um, whereas the old map would generally pretty barren except for the um, structure that holds the stairwell. Um, mm. Mm. That's so, a good point. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Another advantage to landing on a roof, this might seem minor, but uh, you can loot slightly more efficiently. Uh, because you start on the top, work your way down, and then you leave. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, sometimes, like, if you start on the ground and climb up, then you might have to come back down. Um, Not, It's not a big difference, but it does make a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts, listeners, about roofs landing on the top or not um you can feel free to send us your thoughts to winnerpodcast at gmail.com and that email is in the show notes 
Uh, Robin, did you have anything else to add about roofs before we sayonara? I'm all roofed out. Cool. Right on. Well, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast this week. And uh, it's been a pleasure to serve you with Winner Winner. And we look forward to your hearing us more in the future. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.